We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Want to know what that is? Welcome to this audio soundscape. <laughs> it's an inky pen. Did you bring that inky pen or did I give that to you? I brought it. You brought, oh, because you have your own notebook, I can see. I even was about to back out of my driveway to come to your house. And you were like, inky pen. In. Yes. <laughs> um, Hello. Hi, welcome to Hot Drinks. And, and welcome to you. Thank you. I'm fucking tired. I'm so tired. Someone, so there was something funny that some, like someone said something to you about in the bayou or something, or maybe you were talking about the restaurant, the bayou. Anyway, I was just thinking, Oh yeah, we should refer to, so we refer to our listeners as gentle listeners. And I think we should refer to them that they're in the bayou. (laughs) Like that's where they're listening from. Wait, when what was the thing you said about the bayou? Do you remember? Yeah. That, you said something about being in the bayou, and I was like, that's what we should say about gentle listeners, that they're in the bayou. Okay. But you also went to the actual, there's a bar there's in a Salt bar. Lake City called the bayou, and you went there for lunch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. So what, thank you for joining us from the bayou. <laughs> from the bayou. That's so funny. Well, I was just talking about how, I was telling you about how I was there with my daughter, Emma, who's in town from LA. Right. And... I said something, not necessarily loud, but maybe above normal volume. And you're usually so discreet. (laughs) Like, usually you would never, you're like a church mouse. Like, you come into a restaurant, you quietly order your food, you quietly, no, they don't, they they leave and people were like, was Ashley here? And you're like, yes, I came and I ate my, I ate my uh, rice pudding and I left. A rice pudding, oh my God. Um, um, So you said something kind of loud. And... And uh, my daughter, Emma, said, well, now everybody in the bayou knows that as well. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> but what, somehow when I was listening, I thought she was, oh, I, yes, I did. Because I thought she was making a joke oh. about how you're from the bayou. Oh, so she meant everybody in Everyone Louisiana. in the world. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's funny. Because oh, I didn't connect. Okay. And I thought that's what we should say about the gentle listeners. Oh, but I like it. That everyone in the bayou has heard this episode. <laughs> Anyway, my name's Brother Jack. Oh, fuck oh, you, Siri. Siri. Anyway, my name is Brother Jack Coffee. I'm Latter-day that, that name was giving, given to me by the Whisper app when I was newly out, and I would <laughs> chat with gay people, some of whom later I would find out I knew in real life, but we had been chatting, and we didn't know. Oh, my God. Oh, I'll tell you on the break. You know this story. I do? Yeah, I'll tell you on the oh break. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, but that's where I came up with Jack Coffee because it randomly auto-assigned <laughs> right. that. And I was it like, that's good. It. it sounds like it's like I like coffee. It's like Jack Mormon. It's like jacking off. Anyway, I'm Brother Jack yeah. Coffee. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm Sister Love Day Twink. You all know what that's about. Listen, it's the 29th of fucking December and I am fucking exhausted. I don't even want to be here. <laughs> I know. Every time I text you and say, should we record tonight? Like, my secret prayer is that you text back and you're like, no, I, I can't. can't. And then I just, like, get on my little sofa and play my little video games yeah. and think about my little choices. So are you on a video game kick right now? Because you usually have a ton of shows that you watch. I do have a ton of shows, but they're, but shows are kind of slow right now. Okay. You know, they don't tend to have a lot of new episodes over, um, right. you know, it's, over the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need me to, okay. Yeah, I need you to hold that. 
Sorry, <clears> I can't <throat> watch off. So Siri quits triggering. She's such um, a bitch. I know. So a lot of video games, but real dumb ones right now. I don't have a good one. Right. Have you played God of War? <laughs> yes. Oh, have we talked yes. about this? Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. God of War Ragnarok? Yeah. I So I listened to a podcast. We'll count this as a coming. I listened to a podcast <laughs> called, oh shit. Now I can't remember the name of it. It is called, hold on. It's called Vibe Check. Um, and it has Saeed Jones, who is a black queer poet and writer. Wow. And then... Two other black queer people, and I cannot remember the names, and I'm so sorry. But they did an episode where they talked about what they loved about 2022 and then what they were either taking into 2023 or leaving behind in 2022 or whatever. Okay. And Saeed talked about God of War, Ragnarok, mm-hmm. the video game, mm-hmm. and spoke about it so eloquently. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was a fun video game where I got to, like, kill well, elves, uh- <laughs> you know? But Saeed spoke so beautifully yeah. about... How it's a story of chosen family and fathers oh, and sons. God. And and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. This is why we need poets. This is they just see things better. They do. Anyway. But also my son Timothy, who is almost 20, who is not a poet, right. was wanted to share his excitement about the game with me. And so he understood that to share that excitement, he had to explain what it's based on, what the story is, and stuff like that. And I was really riveted. And to be clear, he doesn't own a PlayStation, right? He's just watching this on YouTube. No, he's got a PlayStation. Oh, okay, so he's actually playing it. Okay. Uh yeah. Because I had said something to him about it, and his answer made me think that he was just, like, watching it on YouTube or something. But maybe at the time he just hadn't played that much. You said something to my son? Yeah, on, like, Thanksgiving when I was over there. I said, like, hey, are you, you're playing God of War? Like, where are you at? And oh. I can't remember how he answered, but. Well, uh, he may or may not have played at that point. Right. But you can do this thing where you kind of passively play, so you can just watch the story. Yes. Right. Saeed talked about that as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> what? I bet everyone's so fucking bored, especially Chloe. I know. But, but basically what he said is this game has a mode, because you can, most video games, you can choose the difficulty of how hard you want the game right, to be. Right. And God of War has a mode that is like story-based. Yeah. So, like, you can still fight and you can still kill the bad monsters and whatever, <laughs> but, but like, the fighting isn't, like, the, you'll win more often. Uh-huh. They won't be as hard. Right. And then you can just focus on the story. Anyway. Yeah. All right. What other comings and blowings do you have? Well. These are the things that are coming in our face <laughs> and that we and are that blowing, blowing on. on. Yeah. With... So, in our, in our lives. Yes. So, um, I uh, have all my kids here because, you know, three of them live here. It's a holiday weekend. And then my third, my not my third child. What the fuck is wrong with me? Listen, we I'm don't know so where tired. we are. The week between Christmas and New Year's is like, you don't know where you are. <laughs> you don't know what time it is. Yeah. You're having for lunch like cheesy mashed potato, cheesy potatoes from Christmas Eve dinner <laughs> and a cinnamon roll. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and like it's. I, I, and it, I know. And there it's are no just, rules. There are no rules. Yeah. Um, anyway, my second child, Emma, who lives in LA, is in mm-hmm. town, and, um, uh, one of the nights since she's been in town, the girls were over, um, not super late, but it was snowing outside, and Hannah has bald tires, and so... <laughs> Which she, I think we discussed last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm sure. And <laughs> How he said, you need new tires, and you're like, one thing at a time in this economy. In this economy, and so, um, they were like, well... We're going to sleep over. And so I was like, do you guys need jammies? And so they were both, I guess. And Hannah put on my um, jack-o'-lantern jammies. Oh, cute. That are just orange. And then the cuffs are green. 
cute. And then there's a jack-o'-lantern on are them. They like, are these like a, let, help us picture, is it okay. like a fitted jammy like kids wear? Like knit, yes. Right, but it's like kind of close to the skin. Uh, ish. Okay, it, okay. Well, on Hannah, because she's wearing a size large. Right. And she's, and she's a tiny human. Yeah. or whatever, yeah. But, um, so she put those on and then I found some comfy, very relaxed fit stuff for Emma to wear. It was my size. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I made a a bed on the couch in my living room because Hannah was just going to sleep with me in my bed and then mm-hmm. Emma um, on the couch. <clears throat> and uh, Emma's kind of hovering in my doorway and I'm like, oh, you want to sleep in my bed with Hannah. So I slept on the couch oh, no. and the two girls had a little sleepover I mean, in my bed kind of and I loved it. It's kind of cute. I fucking love it. I made them coffee in the morning. Oh. and Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but um, so Christmas Day, actual day, was like magnificent. The two girls and Timothy made the whole dinner, which was ribeyes. It looked so good. Roasted asparagus. Yes. And um, mashed potatoes with garlic confit. And I know we've said this before, but I just want to reiterate, like all of your children work in food. Yes. So they're not like classically trained chefs, but all of them work in yeah, like they professional know kitchens. Their way around. So they know their shit. Yeah. Um but um Emma made an au poivre right. sauce for the steak. And they also made a compound butter that they put on the steak. My God. Um, they put a pad of compound butter on the steaks before they cooked them uh-huh. and then after as well. <laughs> no. It looks so I was like, I don't good. I'm not gonna shit for three days, but I do not care. <laughs> It looked beautiful. And I didn't lift a finger, and they served me. Oh, so Jack played video games. Jack and I have the most trauma of everyone. Sure. So- <laughs> Listen, when I was a kid, when we would ask my mom what she wanted for Christmas, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I've told this story on this podcast before, she would always say, I want a clean house and my kids to love each other. And we would always be like, well, Jesus fucking Christ, we're not doing that. Can I get you some gloves from Mervyn's, you know? Can I get you a lotion from Sears? But oh as a parent, God. I get it. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. If my house is clean. She meant it. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to you, Mary Jo Coco. <laughs> if my house is clean and like, because they're, they're just because of the age my kids are. And I'm sure same with you. There's just not a lot of time that they're all together. Yeah. And And so we did the same. We were all together on Christmas Eve and like, and Christmas Day. And like. It's just so lovely that when they're like laughing together and like yeah. teasing each other yeah. and like having a good time, you're just like, oh, this is the fucking best thing ever. I realized today, I don't remember what triggered this, but um, <clears throat> Christmas time when I was a child was absolutely magical. Mm-hmm. And because of the magic all around me, the lights, the carols, the. Right. The hustle and bustle of the right. shoppers and what the, everything they sing about. I was able to overlook the trauma that was in my house. Right. And I would take the TV guide and go through and mark every time It's a Wonderful Life was coming on oh. and what channel and what time. Uh-huh. And then... Because for the our young gentle listeners, <laughs> you used to have to do that. Yeah. You just... Right. You couldn't just pull up a show anytime you no, wanted. No, no, you had no, to no, like no. you had to be like we have to be home on Tuesday night at seven, right? Because the Charlie Brown Christmas special is going to be on ABC. Exactly, you know? yeah. exactly. Or you miss it for the whole year. Yeah, and yeah, and if you didn't see it, it wasn't coming back no, till next no, no, December. No. <clears throat> and so, 
there were years in those in my childhood where after the last showing of It's a Wonderful Life had passed, I would cry myself to sleep. And the reason is because I knew subconsciously, somehow unconsciously, I knew that that marked the end of being able to really ignore the trauma in my house. Great, great. Cool. Sounds lovely. (laughs) (coughs) Um. Yeah. Well, I have a quick blowing. Oh, great. Quick. Blow- I, I will say you shared such lovely Christmas memories. My Christmas was lovely. Good. My, the thing that made me laugh the most was we went down to my mom's house with my kids. I come from a family of eight. I know. Most of whom are married and have children. And there are grandchildren from the age of like 26 to like, you know, three. Are like you they're- the only one who's been divorced? No, my one of my brothers has been divorced, oh, okay. but they never had kids. Okay. Oh, and my and Becky with a CK has been divorced. Oh my god, yeah. I always so forget about that. Three of us have been divorced. Crazy. Okay. But no one has kids. <laughs> no one who was no one other than me who was divorced has kids. Where You're they the share only custody. current divorcee, though. Everyone's remarried. Sure. No, Joel. My brother's not remarried. Oh, you're talking about Joel? Yeah. Oh, cra- Shh, who? <laughs> talking about Col- Joe Joe Coco. Joe Coco. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> No, but I'm the only one that has kids that, like, shares custody. Okay. Anyway. So my mom's house on Christmas is, it's fun and it's lovely and we laugh a lot and I make a lot of inappropriate jokes that make the Mormons laugh. But it's chaos. Like, you cannot walk through a room. There are people on the floor and people on the sofas and you're stepping over people. Anyway. uh, I would rather crawl through mud. No, Middleson had his headphones on, his noise-canceling headphones, had his phone in his hand. (laughs) was pacing in circles and kept coming up to me and going, why are there so many people in your family? Why are there so many people in your family? When are we, when are we leaving and why are there so many people here? So finally I like took him to the back bedroom. I'm like, lay on this bed. Let me, I'm going to close the door, take your shoes off. Like just stay in here and chill. Right, right. Good because it is a lot. God damn, it's I know. Okay, I keep thinking about how recently, and I don't know what this was about, but there was something going on with your brother who's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And Becky with a CK was like, you guys should do some Patreon content about Dr. Coco. And oh. I just love that Coco's the last name for everyone in your family. So you're we Jack should, Coffee could, Coco. If you want to, we could do that Patreon, <laughs> Patreon content tonight. It was about entitlement. Oh, love it. Um, <laughs> and let me just, I just want to share a couple of the funny jokes I shared. Oh, okay. Because they were great. And then I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save what I was gonna talk about because it's kind of a downer. I'm gonna save that for a maybe Patreon content. Okay, okay. Or maybe not for a sad Patreon. So these are my two favorite jokes I made. Okay. So oh, of course now I'm gonna forget both of them. So my mom for many years has given all the women in the family one oh. gift and all the men in the family another gift. I know about this. Irregardless of our own interests, tastes, whatever. Did you say irregardless on purpose? Or am I supposed to say regardless? I can't ever remember. Yeah, it. irregardless is okay. like making it re- making re- yeah, it regardless. Making compl- yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have often got, <clears throat> I don't even know, like sporty gifts or whatever that I was not interested in. Uh-huh. And my ex-wife Tisha would always get like a pressure canner. Even though... <laughs> Even though, I mean, Tisha's a really great cook, but, like, I'm the one who's, like, passionate about cooking and yeah. loves cooking. and try- So, like, I'm the one who would be excited to get a pressure cooker. Right. But Tisha would get that because it was the lady's gift. Right. Anyway. 
Um, I do remember one year my youngest brother, who is also gay, got a sled. And my mom said, maybe you can take a cute boy sledding. This was when he was like in his 20s. In his like 30s. Anyway. Oh, my God. So, this year we handed out the gifts. <clears throat> you know, the women opened theirs. The men opened theirs. And I said, when are the non-binary gifts? Oh, when, oh. Do the, when do the he-they's get to open theirs? Are the she-they's next? Should we get the she-they's up here? <laughs> Anyway, I thought it was hilarious. That was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Did everyone laugh? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. But they're, like, also uncomfortable because I'm, like, pushing the boundaries a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so then we always do a white elephant gift exchange. It's very funny because, so it's kind of any, basically, like, if you bring a gift, you can participate. So it's, like, most of the older cousins and the the siblings participate. Uh Many of us, like, work really hard to find funny, lovely gifts. One of my sister-in-laws just finds shit from around her house and wraps it up and it makes me so fucking furious. Because my kids always end up with like some dumb piece of shit that is like garbage from my sister-in-law's house. Right. Where I spent like $50 on white elephant gifts, you right. know. Anyway, <clears throat> one of the final white elephant gifts was a sculpture that my niece had made when she was much, much, much younger that was like a hedgehog, but it was like a whistle. Like you could blow on it and it would make a whistle. Okay. And my niece said, you just have to blow in the butthole. <laughs> and I said, if I had a nickel. And everyone laughed. And my super Mormon brother-in-law laughed so hard I thought he was going to die. Like so, like he was dying. He's the one who's hanging on by a thread. He's the no, one who's no. going to oh, leave. Oh, God, no. no. This brother-in-law, not at all. Oh, no, he is, he is, he's the one that told us if we voted for Obama, it's, we were evil and we didn't <gasps> love him or his family. Damn. He is like Mormon, <laughs> Republican, but he loved that joke about wow. if I had a nickel for every time someone asked me to blow in their oh, butthole. Oh, anyway, those are my two funny jokes. Thank you for sharing. I, what I like about jokes is it's even funnier if you tell people about them later. <laughs> and you explain how they were funny. And then a larger audience can say, you're right. That was funny. And you're right. Good job. So I like that about uh, jokes. Me too. So anyway. Right. Well, any other comings or blowings? <sighs> uh No. I'm just real tired. Oh, my God. So fucking tired. I, I will tell everyone that you, you already know. So I got off of work about 5.45 last night after doing errands for the bar that I manage and doing the schedule and other office stuff. And then I was going to meet my ex-husband and my two daughters, my ex-husband Gary and my two daughters who are of age at the Waterwitch anniversary party. Right, which is <laughs> a bar here in Salt Lake that we've talked about. Right. Um, that is owned by my further, former brother-in-law. And that's why we were even going. And so I was like, you guys, I will have one drink. And then I need to go home and work on my monologues because I have auditions coming Right, you're going to grad school. And uh, I had one glass of wine. Went home. Saw Timothy. I was like, hey, I'm just going to lay down for about an hour. (laughs) At this point, it's 730. Famous last words. And the darkness is like an energetic weighted blanket right now for me. Um, There's something different about this year. I don't know what it is. But I didn't wake up till midnight. Great. And then, then I, you're like, fuck. And I played Wordle till 1.30 a.m. Okay. And, and then, then you're like, all right, back to bed. Then I went to bed till 9 o'clock. So fun. So yeah. nice. Anyway. All right. So it's nigh on the end of this year. Two days left. 2022 was an interesting year. Yeah. It feels like the first year that COVID was quote unquote over, but millions of people are still dying. Still dying and still sick. But but like it felt like the first year that we actually felt like we could live quote unquote normal lives. Yeah, I think so. So it's <clears> been <throat> a year of discovery, of adventure, 
Just kidding. Anyway, so what? So we want to. We don't know what's coming in twenty twenty three. We we are not prophets. No, we don't have crystal balls. We are not Russell M. Nelson. We're with his evil, dried up little fingers. Oh my god! Why um, are we talking about his fingers? Because he's the prophet, so he knows what's coming in twenty twenty three. Oh, I know, but his fingers. Uh, because they he they're That's so how he, they're just all shriveled. He like points them at like. I bet his fingernails like are like a little bit yellow, but like also like too long because he probably doesn't cut them often oh, I'm enough. Sure, you know, I'm sure like a little dirty. Yeah. And then his wife that he like hired to be his wife and like called her to be his wife. <laughs> it's like Russell. Clip your nails. I know. But he's afraid to but let go But he's like, I'm the prophet of God. And he lived Fuck through the you. Great Depression. Yeah. So anything you can hang on to. Right. You can use you can use those nails to make a soap, <laughs> to make a, a sarsaparilla soda. Yeah. Yeah. You can you to can, clean a spot off the couch. You can just rub a bunch of nails on of your cr- fingernail clippings on it. They make a great exfoliator <laughs> in the soap. Talking about. Anyway, so when when hired wife Nelson is like, or called wife Nelson is like, Russell, clip your nails. He's like, we're gonna make soap. Anyway, <laughs> so today's episode is our top five predictions for 2023. I suggested we do for 2027. Uh, yeah, you were like top five prediction. I was like, yeah, and you were like for 2023. I'm like, what the fuck else? <laughs> With, no, for Tuesday next week, Rose. All right, let's take anyway, a break for us. We're going to take a break for us, and then we're going to come back with our top five predictions. They're not necessarily things we want to have happen, although they might be. Sure. But when we gaze into the future, right. and when, our, when we rub our dry little rusty right. Nelson nails right. across a crystal ball, this all, is what we see. All we're doing is sharing knowledge. Good, bad. Of good and evil. Middle. middle indifferent. Indifferent knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I have an I I have an idea. What is it? Let's record an ad, Christmas themed. And then we'll play it all year. All year long. Like in July, you'll be hearing this ad. Ding dong ding dong ding dong. You know who's one of the best Christmas albums? That was really good, Andy Williams. Annie Lennox. Dolly Parton. Annie Lennox. Oh, yeah. Because she's like a weird space alien angel. Is this really our Patreon now? So you should... (laughs) (laughs) But do you know what I mean? She's like a weird space angel. And so when she's like, God rest ye merry. And then it's like, It makes sense. Yeah. Beep, 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 When she's like, You believe it. Anyway, we have a podcast. It's called Hot Drinks. You're listening to it now. This is an ad we recorded at Christmas time, but now it's July. And one way that you can financially support us here at Hot Drinks is to go to hotdrinks.com slash Patreon. You can sign up to be a Patreon, yeah. a patron, uh-huh. and you give us money. Uh-huh. Whatever whatever you can afford each month. Right. You know, Or I, pay for the whole year and I, get a discount. I support three or four content creators on Patreon. Right. Patreon. That drop pornography. Um, yes. Yeah, me too. Fan, fan art. Not suitable for work fan art right. for my fairy porn. Right. So just like you can support fairy porn. Yeah. You listening. So yeah. just like you, Sister Twain, can support fairy porn. You, <laughs> you listening. You, the universal you. Can support 
hot drinks. Hot drinks. Hotdrinks.com slash Patreon. Wait, Patreon.com slash hot drinks. Hot drinks. $3 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, $20, $50, $100, $2,000. Or pay for the $2,000 a month. Or pay for the whole year and get a discount. <laughs> and get you did get a discount. And you get bonus things. You get extra episodes. You get demitas. You right. get you get our whole backlog of sometimes content. Sometimes we write things. We used to do newsletters. You can get access to oh, all Oh, yeah. Those. We had great newsletters. They were very funny. They cocktail had cocktail recipes. recipes. There's a photo of you in the holy in garments ass. of the priesthood. Okay. With nothing on underneath. Right. Anyway, yes. patreon.com slash hot drinks. Get it. We're back. Welcome back. Kate, it's, it, it's still yep. 2022 and... Uh, <laughs> it's actually Tuesday, January 3rd. No, just kidding. I was so confused. No, I it's totally not. believed you. Because <laughs> we're so fucking tired. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, it's uh, Thursday. Can I say something really quick? Please. I just felt moved by the spirit to say oh it. Oh, my God. Because we both talked about our lovely Christmases... Yeah. And you talked about some trauma in your childhood Christmas. And I just want to put it out there. Christmas is a stressful, traumatic day. And especially when you have like small kids. <clears throat> and as a parent, you're committed to making it this magical right. wonderland. But your kids have like only eaten candy canes for 36 hours. And yeah. they're ornery. <laughs> and they didn't sleep the night before. Yeah. And so I just want to put this out there that if your Christmas was rough or painful, or stressful, or you lost it and yelled at the kids. Yeah. We get it. We get I've been it. there. And we've been there. I We have been there. <laughs> the total fluke that you and I both had a good time. Well, and I also think it's just like, I think it is a little easier when your kids are older. Oh, for sure. You know, because you're not, they're not so, I mean, they're excited, but they're not like losing their mind excited. Oh, right. They're my, not up at six in the morning. My kids who are 18, 19, 23, and 24 each got one gift from me. Sure. And they And then you had a lovely a dinner. Yeah. 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 So when I texted my sister, Becky with a CK, and said, what time did your kids get up? Oh, she God. said, oh, one of the kids woke up at two, three, oh, four, oh, five, oh, six, oh, oh, and oh. then finally seven. Oh. We let the rest of the kids get up. Oh, my like, God. That's traumatic. You're Jesus. all exhausted. Absolutely. You're not getting consistent So sleep. I just wanted You're to not... say that because I know that, like, Christmas is complicated for a lot of people. And I didn't want anyone to feel bad that we we're like, oh, yeah, we have these magical Christmases. Like. I have had many a shitty Christmas oh, with yeah. my kids, especially when they were younger. Especially when we were married. And, yeah, and when they were much more emotional and like, you know. And now they're just older and a little more chill, and so it's yes. a little more fun. Yes, We've had hot crab dip and Here when played I, games. Here, well, here's what you had, hot crab dip. Your I kids did. didn't eat that. That's true, they didn't. But it was I fucking did. delicious. I did, got some. But listen, I just want to say to Harold, the benefits of divorce... <laughs> It's like, I just want to say to Harold Johnson, my sixth grade science teacher, I was like, Harold, who? Um, when you are the only adult that you feel like you are responsible for the emotions of, mm-hmm. help me say that better. When you are, when you are, when the you feel o- emotionally responsible for the, but you're the when you're divorced. When you're the primary, you only yeah. have to worry about your emotions and energy. Does that sound lazy? Maybe, but it's like you're not navigating this with a partner, right? Who has their own hangups, their own background, exactly. their own baggage, and their own not, emotions. Like, 
tempted to like absorb their shit. Right. Right. And you I don't think have that- to buy gifts for their mother <laughs> because you're not married anymore. Right. But the energetically, like that, the, the Christmases that are hard for uh, marriages that aren't great. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that there are couples who can navigate Christmas and not absorb each other's bullshit and yeah. just stay in their own yeah. emotional climate. And not feel responsible if your husband's off or upset yeah. or blah, blah, blah. Can sleep, but right. yeah. But can I just say that 12 years of not having to, to even worry about whether or not I'm trying to navigate someone else's emotions. Yeah. Is a Christmas gift in, in itself. Listen, we are very pro-divorce we're in this so podcast. We're so pro-divorce. If you were in an unhappy marriage. Just leave Get it. a divorce. Get out. And here's here's what I will say, especially if you have kids where you will still be connected to that person. When you get a divorce, you just have to remember all the things that made you fall in love with that person. You know what I mean? Like all of that bullshit, you don't have to live with all the bullshit and the stress and the fighting and whatever. You don't have to live with that day to day. You can just be like, oh, yeah, I genuinely liked this person. That's why I chose right. to marry them. Yeah. And then yeah. you can just worry about being friends. Yeah. And it's kind of great. It's so not f- that everyone has friends with their exes anyway. Right. Anyway, back anyway, to get a the show. Number one. What's your number, My one, number one prediction, prediction for 2023? Is um, I'm going to get to the bottom of those sores <laughs> from when I was 13. I'm going to talk to a medical professional. A dermatologist. Here's the thing. With Western medicine, like, I'll talk to four people before I get somebody who goes, oh, I think I know what that was. The first three will be like, hmm, weird. I don't know. Even though they have, like, 18 years worth of schooling, medical schooling. We're just sacks of meat. And doctors Uh, are doing their best guess. I know. But it's just a big old sack of meat and juices rolling around in a bag. And they're like, I don't know what happened there. Rolling around in a bag. But it was just so interesting with, with you know, just the timing of being 13 and masturbating. Is and this the third week in a row we've talked yes, about this? Yes, what, what I think is tricky about this is because as you're trying to get to the bottom of it, yeah. you can't Google sores on legs near 13-year-old. <laughs> you can't type that into the Google. I'm going to. And then the FBI will show up at your house. <laughs> like... You can't Google that shit. <laughs> so you just... I think they're busy. You have to be careful. Well, they're not too busy for the <laughs> creeps that are looking at 13-year-old girls with sores near their vagina. So you just have to be careful. Okay. I think if you're talking to a medical professional and you, and you can say, hey... When I was... This was weird yeah. when I was a kid and we never got to the bottom of it. Have yeah. you ever seen anything like that? That's normal. Right. If you're on the Google and you're like... Why are my 13-year-old's thighs bleeding? That's a little iffy. Oh, my God. Like, that's a little iffy. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Maybe just at least use, like, private browser. Thanks for looking out for me. Well, listen, you I know, even, I worry that about... That didn't even occur to me. I worry... I'm always thinking about the surveillance state <clears throat> in which we live, and... So, oh, no. maybe at least use a private browser. All right. Um, okay. I So, my number one... This one's the most outrageous and outlandish, and it probably will not happen, so that's why I put it number one. Okay, great. It's just something, like, so insane and so out there, such a fantasy world, that you hear it and you'll just think, like, well, that's bullshit. Like, that will never happen. But maybe. Oh but God. maybe. What is it so, be? this is why I put it number one. Oh, my God. The prophet of the Mormon church will say something deeply offensive about women and or gay people and or trans people, mm-hmm. and the progmos will cluck their tongues and say, this isn't the church I know. I mean, that's crazy, right? Whoa. That could never. That's straight up crazy. Did you have some weed tonight? No, that, no, that would acid? never happen. 
that's my new uh my new way of calling out the progmos and i don't know if they know it so they might just think i'm crazy but i always i post this on my instagram story i'm like quit just fucking clucking your tongues because that's when they just go that is so sad yeah oh david archuleta almost killed himself so sad. Yeah, that's just too bad. Yeah. No, you built an environment really where he almost killed sucks. himself. Um, so quit fucking clucking your tongues and about actually, what the prophet said and actually fucking do something. Do something. What I find, and I'm sure I've said this a million times on here, is that these progmos <clears throat> are stupid. Like they to smell their own farts. They don't really... I, I feel like a lot of prognos leave after it's their kid that's come out. Yeah. Or their kid that's... Sometimes. Sometimes. But we know... And, and we know some Mormons who have queer kids, but they're super Mormon. Yeah. I mean, maybe they consider themselves progressive because they embrace the LGBTQ community. Right. But those people... Anyway, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I here, fucking hate them. <laughs> Let me just say this. I do not believe that you can be an ally to the queer community and be Mormon. Nope. I fundamentally do not. It's not. But, it's impossible. But if you are insisting that you are an ally and that you are Mormon, the only way you can actually do that is be loud and vocal and obnoxious. Like you should be standing up in testimony meetings mm-hmm. and telling people to shut up and that yeah. they're wrong. Yeah. You should be calling the church offices and saying, I am I am appalled that uh-huh. a so-called prophet yeah. stood at the pulpit and said those hateful words. Like yeah. that's the one, and then you will be excommunicated within right. three weeks. So you won't be a Mormon anymore. Right, yeah. So, so that's why there's no way to be both. Because exactly. the only way to be an ally is to stand up and say, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong that we're talking this way. It's hateful. The prophet is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll be excommunicated. Anyway, so, yeah, so that's my wild prediction. It probably won't happen, we but maybe. To, uh, we need to bring you back down to earth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my, the rest of mine are more realistic. My, so My number two prediction is that I'm going to go to grad school. I mean, it's not even a prediction. No, I think it is because, listen. Okay. So here's what the situation is. Next month... On January 27th. Or Jesus, when you started this whole process and you said in January, I, I was like, oh, in 17 years. <laughs> in January, which occurs 32 years from now. <laughs> but no, it's here. So on January 26th, I fly out to Connecticut mm-hmm. to audition for the Harvard acting program. Sure. As one oh, does. Did I say Harvard? It's Prince, Yale. Uh, oh, I'm like, it's Princeton. <laughs> it's Yale. The Yale acting program. As one does. Don't say Harvard when you get there. Don't go get there and say, I am so excited to be auditioning for the Harvard acting program. Don't do that. (laughs) But the thing is, it is is a common um, opinion that Yale has the best acting program in the country. Which I had no idea. Yeah. I never, I don't, yeah. For sure. So I'm auditioning for them. Okay. And then two days later, I fly from Connecticut to Chicago where um, I go to this thing called URTAs. It's an acronym for something. And <laughs> Which I, also you should learn the acronym before you get there. Maybe. So if their first question is, what does URTA stand for? I'm you'll tired. know. I'm tired. I'm too like, tired. I'm, an, I'm a mother <laughs> but of a trans child. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Um, but at URTAs, I auditioned for like 40 schools and theater companies at, in one audition. Literally oh, one, okay. So there's a bunch of schools represented there. Okay, yes. okay. God, that's terrifying. And then there's a second day where uh, 
of that in Chicago where I audition for people who aren't affiliated with Erda's, but they're just kind of like... They're just piggybacking, piggybacking. Erda's success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So... So they're just like, hey, we're not official, but come on down to the <laughs> ballroom three. Yes, exactly. In the, Marriott, in the Courtyard Marriott. Exactly. In downtown Chicago. Okay. <clears throat> so here's the thing. Um, there might be some schools or programs that approach me uh, as a result of Erda's. I will not go to any program that doesn't pay for everything 100%. Right. Yale pays for everything um, 100% of tuition. And they up- really do? Yes. So if you get it, if you get in, you're in. I'm in. Oh, Jesus. And they pay up to 60% of your living expenses. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. I know. Because they want you to just be a student and yes! be focused on that. And right? not also be trying to work full time. They want to produce yeah. people who have literally spent three years That's amazing. on this. That's amazing. And not worrying about how they're going to pay the bills. Right. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, um, so I want Yale. Sure. So if they say yes, I'm going. Great. I don't. I just threw my pen across Your the Your inky pen. I don't Ink know if a program that I auditioned for at Erda's in Chicago will reach out to me that pays for everything. Sure. So, it's so, a possibility, so, but you, yeah. Right. So that's why I, I have a really good feeling that I'm going to get accepted to a program that I want. Good. Good. And that's my prediction. And I, that I means, didn't know about the Erda thing, and I love that because I feel like there could be programs that you've never heard of. Yeah. You know, that are at some liberal arts college or whatever. And then when you, you know, meet with them and learn, about, you're like, oh, this is perfect. This is just what I want. Sure, exactly. And I, I love that. Right, So right. that makes it easy. Yeah. Ray. It's my cat. Yeah. Um. Well, happy 2020. And then you would start in fall of 2023. Yes. And then I will never leave my house again. That will be the end. <laughs> the seal will happen. I just have to say, if I end up leaving Utah and going to grad school and I see pictures of you going out on the town. <laughs> Suddenly I'm a, I'm like in the club. <laughs> yeah. But we have already discussed that if you move to grad school, uh, because also you've said if it doesn't happen this year, you'll just try again next year. Right. You know? Yes. Um, so if, you know, if this, when, when it happens this year, we will figure out some way to continue the podcast, but that we, we're not going to use that bullshit anchor thing where you link the other person in. Right. Some, it, it's we, problematic. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. But a lot of podcasts don't record in person, so we just they need don't. to figure this shit out. We just need to out. figure out how to make it. And maybe buy make equipment. It good. Right? I know. Maybe Would Yale, Yale pay, for, pay that? for that? Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, good. So my, my number two, first I want to ask a question. Okay. To me or the gentleman? To you. Okay. If I say to you, Megan, January 6th, what comes to mind? Oh, my God, the movie Megan. Oh, I'm so glad you knew. <laughs> okay. Ah, I thought you wouldn't know. Oh, we've talked about this. Oh, okay. And you've told me that you would die for her. I would die for Megan. <laughs> so there's a movie coming out on January 6th called Megan. Yes. It is about a little girl whose parents died and her aunt has to raise her. Mm-hmm. And her aunt happens to work... In some sort of biotechnology field where they are building robots. Yes. So she brings home... Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligent, android kind of robots. So she brings home a living doll, an android doll named Megan, to to be friends with her niece who lost her parents. Yeah. And says to Megan, you must protect her physically and emotionally. (laughs) And then obviously Megan starts killing people. Because she's protecting the girl physically. When the Megan trailer came out, 
it was like a clarion call for homosexuals. <laughs> like every gay person in America knew that trailer front to back. And if you said to me, why do the gays care so much about Megan? I have no, no idea. idea. I cannot verbalize why it matters so much to us, but every gay immediately was like, I'm in and I'm on Megan's side. <laughs> oh, she killed that guy? Well, he probably deserved it, yeah. dumb fucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian Jordan Alvarez is in it. He is? Yes. No, I didn't even know that. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. Yes, 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 yes. I have never been more excited for a movie in my life. So what is your prediction? That we're going to go see it? My pre- <laughs> no, my prediction is... It will be the number one movie of the year. Okay. It will sweep all the awards. <laughs> it will win all the Emmys and all the Oscars and all the Golden Globes. It. And it will be in the theaters the whole year. It'll <laughs> never stop playing. Because people will go. It'll become people's church. They'll go every Sunday yes. to watch Megan in the theaters and it will never go away. <laughs> that sounds great. If you have not watched the trailer for Megan. Please watch it. Let's watch it on the break. Yeah, just to sure. fill me with joy. Yeah. She dances at one point uh-huh. in the trailer. And it's like maybe that was maybe that was the moment that the gay bell was rung uh-huh. when Megan started dancing. That was the yeah, clarion call, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I just don't know how to explain it. I know. I you, know. Like they were like, we should have an evil doll, and she should do a funny dance, <laughs> and then kill a man with one of those paper cutter blades <laughs> that you we used to have in elementary school that I'm sure you can't have now because you could literally cut someone's arm right. off with it. And every gay man is like, <gasps> with yeah. their fingers up to their mouth. No, just just squealing. <laughs> we are just squealing like faggots when that trailer comes on. So anyway, I'm so glad you knew because I was kind I mean, I guess we have talked about it. But I feel like if you went up to a, a lot of straight people, yeah. they would be like, what? what? Did she, was she part of the insurrection at the Capitol, right. Megan? Yeah. Are you January talking about? Six. Yeah. Anyway, we're retaking January 6th yes. as Megan Day. No longer the day of insurrection. Love it. Love What's your it. number three? Oh, um, <clears throat> my number three. Okay. I predict in 2023 okay. that Hot Drinks will have a viral episode. I almost put a prediction about Hot Drinks oh. too. Okay. Oh. Okay. But here's the thing. It's going to be about something absolutely random. Something totally stupid. Right. Yeah. Which we've never done before. <laughs> so we should start looking for some totally stupid topics. <laughs> It'll be one of those episodes that we that when plan. we record it, we're like, let's just delete the podcast. Completely. <laughs> Be like, this is the worst garbage ever put into public consciousness. Yes. Yes. So, should I delete tonight or tomorrow? And, and you'll be like, tomorrow, and, and then we'll right. wake up to forty five thousand listens, right? And which is not even that many. There'll be an email at, right. to Hot Drinks for the Belly from Doug Fabrizio, right? From and then next from the people at Stitcher, Seth from Myers. the people at. Other pot, Wonderberg, other, other, other <laughs> podcasting network. They're like, we want to buy the podcast. <laughs> right. And we're like, okay, but you have to erase all the old episodes because we probably said racist and or problematic things. So you have to delete all those. <laughs> Do you think we did? Oh, we for sure have said oh, problematic oh. things. If Hot Drinks ever goes big, there are for sure episodes that people will be like, what the fuck did oh, you say? Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. You said RDing and NA. R. <laughs> Never mind. N N A. N N A. R D ing. An. N. Capital N, capital A. The gentle listeners already know. I'll tell you on the break. In A. Nah. But anyway, I like this prediction. Okay. All raw dogging. Yes. I'm the Native American. No, stop. Don't say it out loud again. It's just a fake. I know, but then we have to delete this episode too when we go public. 
Just don't say it out loud. I just want to be pounded. <laughs> right. As a, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I but like yeah. that. Will yeah. it be a top five that goes viral? A guest episode? Like, what oh, does no, your heart be, tell you? It'll be a top five. Just because this is one of we're our best. Yeah. Yeah. And but we should get back to guests in 2023. I think so, too. Cause, yeah, because yeah, they like we tried to do remote guests, and it was oh, there's a, a guest that I spoke to that I said, hey, are we gonna ever record an episode in your hot tub? Oh, and the guest said, yes, come on down, let's uh-huh. record an episode in my right. hot tub. So, I'll tell you on the break. I think I know. You probably know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Great. <clears throat> um. And then we can both quit our jobs. Was that your number three? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna do my number three quickly, and I just want to point out that I only chose this because CJ told me when I talk about the subject, it makes her uncomfortable. So, so we th- want that. That's why I chose it. Um, <laughs> David Archuleta. Okay. There we our go. favorite post-Mormon oh, gay. Bless his sweetheart. Will fully lean into just posting thirst traps on Instagram and Twitter. Because <laughs> you can already see it start to happen. Yeah. There's a cute selfie in a bathroom, but you know, he's got all his clothes on. So it's like, yeah. oh, I'm about to do my show. But like, it's really cute. Yeah. Like you he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and he'll and then and then the the gays will squeal and whatever and he'll get his butthole licked. And then and then that's like Pavlov's dog or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that reinforces the behavior. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, and I posted that cute selfie in that bathroom. I got my beehole licked." Yeah. What if I do one what without if, what, what if, if my shirt's open right. in the next picture? Yeah. So I just think we're going to go down this primrose path. Uh, primrose of David Archuleta slowly <laughs> posting like sluttier and yes. sluttier pictures. Ooh. And by the end of the year, like Thanksgiving, he's like, who's going to stuff this turkey? Cut, oh. You know, or like. And his career will take off like never like, before. Never before. Never before. So, um, so yeah, that's my prediction slash hope and prayer. Primrose Pal. And I hope um, CJ feels really uncomfortable now. She it's, said she doesn't like when I talk dirty about David Archuleta. I know, it's just so funny to me because, well, because he's. He, just seems like a well, dog. in his in your mind, he's like twelve years old, yeah. but he's like thirty three or something. something <laughs> like he crazy. is not young at something all. Crazy like anyway. That. Crazy, crazy but like yeah. The- I just like I said, I want him to have a slut era, and I want that slut era to be visible on be Twitter public. and Instagram to put the yeah. public, yeah. yeah, or be real or whatever we're right. doing in twenty twenty three. Let's take a break for us. No, for for Ray, for your cat, for them. <laughs> You know, I think Anchor has added some new interludes. You know, I put an interlude in. Everybody, this is not an ad. Don't be confused. <laughs> that I randomly select. Really? What was it called? Randy Scopes. I don't think what? I've ever seen that That's one before. New. I never listened to them. So the little in-between sounds you hear that go, ba-da-da-da, yeah. or ding-dong, yeah. or whatever. They have names. Yeah. Uh, and this one was called Randy Scopes. And that is new to us. But a lot of times I'll be scrolling and I'll be like, oh, Wiz Khalifa, we've seen that one. Oh, Stonewall. We, I mean, they're just like the most random names yeah. anyway. Okay, my number four prediction for 2023. Right. Is Elon Musk is going to sell Twitter. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. He's such a dumb fuck. I know. He, he's, he, he's probably seeing that he bit off a little bit more than he could chew. Right. Yeah. And and I what I think we all know about him is he's very introspective <laughs> and very emotionally intelligent about the decisions he made. Um but yeah, I think he's going to sell it and it's it's going to be um Okay, here's my prediction. Ready? Yes. 
the buyer will be the CEO of Spotify. Who's that? I don't know. Probably it's like Scandinavian or something. Probably Spotify. something crazy. Did you see the Twitter, uh, the main character of Twitter today? You know how everyday Twitter has a main character and it's the thing you don't want to be? The worst person on Twitter? <laughs> no! <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, you did? Like, that's the whole, that is the whole joke of Twitter is that if you become the main character, like, if you become the person that everyone on um, Twitter is talking about, it's because you did something horrible. So you never want to be the main character. Okay. So the main character today is there's a person called Andrew Tate who is some yes. sort of white supremacist, uh, uh, misogynist. He's like a prize fighter, a I think. Face. Anyway, a horrible person. And he tweeted at Greta Thunberg, the kind of famous climate change activist, who's like 16 or 17. Right. And he was like, hey, Greta, this is my car. It puts off this much in emissions. And I got 10 cars that all do this. Why don't you send, why don't, why don't, I, why don't we get in touch and, and you can see all my cars and how much pollution they're doing. How <laughs> they're, they're doing. <laughs> Which is like, okay. So classy. Yeah. So she wrote back. I want to find the actual tweet if I can move fast enough. Because her response was hilarious. Oh, it's on my story. And, okay, what it, what was her exact tweet? Oh, I found it. Oh, okay. She said, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. <laughs> and Twitter was like, oh, my God, I want to report a murder, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he recorded a response video, like, kind of calling her out and, like, whatever. Yeah. By recording the response video, the FBI tracked his location and saw the pizza place that he was eating at, because there were pizza boxes at the table, knew where that was, and arrested him for, like, child prostitution, yeah. which he's been, like, on the run Trafficking for. Trafficking Tra- underage yeah. girls. Yeah. So, it's anyway, it's so delightful. Greta. Yeah. Just him trying to be, like, funny and cute. Yeah. And... Not at all. Anyway. Greta is going to save the fucking world. Oh, I hope so. Um, so, yeah. So, that's the main character of Twitter today. But you're thinking Elon Musk is going to sell. Oh, yeah. To this, to Hans Schlorgenberg of Spotify. Of Spotify. Okay. That's my prediction. Okay. Well, that will be great. And yeah, then. That will be great. By the way, I want to, I, I tweeted about this. I almost tagged the people that this had happened to, but then I felt sheepish and embarrassed. But there were like, this has happened twice now. Where there's someone that I follow on Twitter who follows me. And I've been like, oh, I haven't seen that person's tweets in a while. I wonder, like, are they taking a break? And I'll go to their account and I have blocked them. Oh. But, like, I know I have not actually blocked them. And the first time I thought, oh, I must have. Because I block a lot of, like, <laughs> promoted tweets. And so I thought, oh, I must have been trying to block, you know, like an ad right. and accidentally block this person. But then it happened twice. Oh. Anyway, those people probably think I hate them. What do you think that is? Elon Musk? It, I think it's I think it's the the mechanics of Twitter falling Just apart. Falling apart. Just yeah, the wheels falling off Twitter. God. Wheels on the bus. All right, my number four might be a little controversial. 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 More controversial than Exmos clucking their tongue. No, that will never happen. <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay. Cast your mind back to, to a beautiful year. I like to call 2020. Oh shit! Oh, I know. We had a thing called COVID. Yeah. And millions of people died and it was horrible. Yeah. And it was awful and people lost loved ones. Uh And I don't want to take away from that. Right. But I fucking loved COVID more than anything on earth. Because? Because I never had to leave my house. Right. We just stayed home and listened to podcasts. Uh We made sourdough bread. Oh my God. There was no FOMO because no one was going anywhere. No. And it was probably the happiest I've been in the last 10 years. Incredible. 
So my 2023 prediction is COVID's back and better than ever. (laughs) Now, to be clear, I don't want people to die, but I also understand that like, because what I want is another shutdown. What you're saying is quarantine. I want it. Oh God. I want another quarantine quarantine and shutdown where like every business closes. (laughs) But like, I get it that we only do that if people die. So I don't, it's complicated. It is. I don't want to sound like I'm wishing for people to die, but I shit you not the happiest I have ever been during my life was was the months of COVID in 2020. I mean, I was very anxious and I was very worried and I was very sad for everyone who lost people. So I don't, I'm, you know, again, but like living in a world where no one could plan anything. Yeah. I could not leave my house. Uh I could not put on real pants. Uh My quote unquote job was just like, we just did trainings for like a year (laughs) from home. (laughs) So it was very low key, you know? Yeah. But I got a paycheck. Yeah. Fuck, it's a fucking dream. What if... Okay. Uh-huh. Can I what if you? Yeah. What if you and I... Well, we talked about... Or I talked about when I turned 50, you and I should take a trip to Italy and France. Okay. I speak French, you speak Italian. Right. And I said that I'm also doing Duolingo French, so For, I'll so speak French by then. So by then, you'll be then. fully fluent. Yeah, five years from now. So what if um, on the way back... I like... We use biological weapons to cast a plague across the world? No, 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 no. Um, we make our plane crash. Oh, wait, no, that means people die. <laughs> well, maybe we're flying private. So Because it, hot drinks took off. Right, uh, because of the viral episode. <laughs> yes. And so we're on a so plane, flying private, private plane. That's flown me, by an autopilot. And me, right, because it's designed it's by Tesla. It's just me and you. Oh, no. It's flown by Megan. It's... Uh, <laughs> And it crashes on an island that has delicious fruits. And no one dies because it was just me and you and Megan. And we survive. We don't have any broken bones or anything. It just crashes very softly. And then I move to a second island so I'm actually alone. (laughs) I just get, I'm like, oh, look, there's an island over there. And I get in a boat and I roll over there. It also has delicious fruits. If that happens and I'm I'm enjoying a nice fire on my island, you'll see my fire and go, God damn it. I want to go over there and sit with Ashley by the fire. But at my island, we will have lasagna. <laughs> Stop. We will not have lasagna on your I island. I will be the one preparing a charcuterie board on my island <laughs> no. with pork that I cured from island pigs <laughs> that I hunted. Oh, my God. So, anyway, we could figure we could, it out. Okay, let's 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 workshop this. Let's I mean, workshop it a little yeah, bit more. By then, your youngest will be 16. When I'm 50, your youngest will be 16. I mean, that's kind of sad. She's fine. <laughs> But I'm just dead. I'm just gone. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So yeah, I just, I don't want to de-emphasize how horrible COVID was, but I also want to point out how it literally was the happiest time <laughs> in my life. And I'm not exaggerating. Right. I've never been more at peace with myself. Right. Because and we were quarantined. We were isolated. You, I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't worry about not going anywhere. Yeah. And when COVID, when things started ending and opening up, I was terrified. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to go back to that world where I actually have to go places. I know. Anyway, so that's my hope. Yeah. Maybe a COVID that doesn't kill people, but we still shut down the economy. I don't know. I I don't know how that works. I was really frustrated at first because I had to cancel a trip to Tulsa, Oklahoma to go fuck a married man. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. And, uh... And you haven't had sex since then. I know I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Uh, I had sex in December of 2020, and so it's been two years. With who? I mean, you can tell me off air. 
I don't no, remember you having no, sex. It was the just... Republican. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. The, everyone knows. Everyone okay. knows about. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Anyway, what's your what's your where are we? What are we doing? The, was this number? Well, that was my number four. Okay. Oh, so you now, did a number four. Yes. So now it's your number five. Well, I think in twenty twenty three I'm gonna have sex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I took a couple years off. Right. Um, because I just went sex crazy. Okay. You know, and there were times that I just wanted to fuck a bunch of random people. Right. And then there were times that I wanted to fuck and fall in love. Right. And then I was like, well, I'll just fuck married men. So right. So I don't have to worry about falling right. in love. That, that was a healthy phase. Um, yeah. And. Um, <clears throat> but some real hot married men, to be fair. And also, they are so excited to fuck. Because yeah. Because their wives aren't fucking them. Because the reason they're fucking you is because their marriage is broken. Right. But yeah. they won't get a divorce because everyone's scared of divorce. Right. Well, get over yourselves. Get the fuck over it. Anyway, and so then I was like, okay. And then I fucked a Republican and I'm like, okay. And that's then, the summit. And then your vagine broke. And I was like, it's time to cleanse. Stitched it up. I, uh, you know, the next time I have sex, it doesn't have to be in a committed relationship. Sure. We but don't believe in those. It's going to be more conscious. The the choice of having the sex right. will be a more conscious choice than other have others have been. Okay. Most of my others since my divorce. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. The year of boning. Uh-huh. And I decided I'm also going to orgasm from oral sex in 2023. From having oral sex performed. Performed on you, upon Which me. you have never done. I almost Almost, I came really close. I might even call it a micro orgasm with okay. a woman, like a micro van. And this like was a micro. This was the night van. your friend died. See, <laughs> Jane's brother. So the a micro minivan <laughs> of an orgasm. <laughs> yes, it's not a minivan. I call the it's a micro. Van. I call the orgasm that night the Mazda Five. The the micro van. <laughs> Okay. So yeah. Well, hopefully someone else will die, so you can have an orgasm that night too. Oh, that's I mean, so sweet of you crossed. to say that. <laughs> wow, we're crossed. just hoping for the death of people. Listen, <laughs> it's kind of funny because my number five is prediction you, is that you're going to die. No. Oh. <laughs> is that I will post hole on Maine? Just kidding. Oh, I my- won't. I'm not actually going to do you're that. You're not going to post hole on Maine. No, but that maybe I actually have that slut face. Maybe. I mean, even saying it out loud, I want to stand up and throw myself out that window. <laughs> This, the window that's 12 feet above the ground. I... So I would just fall down and like knock the window to myself and still be alive. But be like, oh, why did I break the window? <laughs> but maybe this is, maybe 2023 is the year that I have, a, I have slut. I, think, I have okay. a little slut. <laughs> I have a little slut. <laughs> just to slut it up a little. I don't need to go to an orgy in a bathhouse. Maybe I do. Should I just go to an orgy in a bathhouse? I mean, I'm all for it. I'm very supportive of that. But I'd have to go to another city. Fair. I'd have to buy like a plane ticket and a hotel uh, room. I don't so have then, money for that. So slut face doesn't have to be complicated. No. Think of a a, a gay man, if you will. Okay. Maybe I'm picturing one in my mind. Maybe he's got a beard, a hairy chest. Okay. It's kind of thick. Are you talking about me? I don't have a hairy chest. No, I'm just talking about your type, which oh, is yourself. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't have a hairy chest. <laughs> I was picturing myself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, pic- okay, um, I'm picturing myself. Ha- ass cheeks are even hairy. Oh. Mm. And-, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he's like, oh, hey, I've never watched that interview with the vampire series. And you're like, well, come on over. I'll come. And I, is he say that to me in person? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um. And I pick up a knife and just slit my throat from ear to ear. <laughs> thing you learned in the temple the thing i learned um, in the temple but 
And you're like... We should do a demi-tasse about that. Sure. About how the tokens are actually the symbols of the things that will kill you if you break the covenants. Right, right. Well, it's already nine, so I gotta go. All right. I got... (laughs) But, um... And you go, well, come on over and let's watch it. And uh, and I'll cook. And that's all it takes. Oh, God. Like, even you saying that out loud makes me want to throw up. Because another human being is in your house. Right. Yeah. And paying attention to me. Well, That's the real fear, is being perceived. I don't want to be perceived oh, or seen. Yeah. What if you're wearing <sighs> a hoodie and you have the hoodie up? <laughs> Sexy. And, and you have a blanket. Listen, I don't want to put a lot of parameters around it because it's just <laughs> making me freaked out and nervous. Oh, good. I just want to put it out into the universe that maybe, just maybe, 2023, I actually have a slut era. I mean, if I had, like, sex with three people, that would be a slut era for me I because that... that one person would be a sled error for me. I mean, I did have sex with one person this year. Yeah. Maybe at least once, maybe twice. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Um, oh, no, I did. Because remember, you sent me flowers. Uh-huh. That was this year. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't need to get into that. Okay. But, but you know, maybe, maybe, I mean, I'm in therapy. <gasps> I'm on new drugs. That's right. So maybe yeah. I have a little slut. Yeah. Yeah, time. maybe you do. Oh, it sounds so fun, but it sounds so awful. This is what I keep saying to my therapist. <laughs> All these things, I want them, but I don't want them. Yeah. What are the, what's the awful part about it? It sounds horrifying. It sounds terrifying. Because you'll be perceived. Yeah, and to be, like, vulnerable and to, like, face rejection and to, like... What if you do ecstasy first? Oh, God. I'm so terrified of all the drugs. I'm over that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't want to have that conversation anymore. <laughs> fair. Right, well. I mean, fair. But I'm just... But, like, what? I just do the ecstasy and then I just go on a street corner? Like, or do no, I... No, you do it when before you start interview with a vampire. But, like, I, but the whole point is I would never invite the person over. So even if I was going to do ecstasy... You would accidentally invite them over when you have half bourbon the night before. Oh, right. But usually when I have bourbon, I just cry. But okay. but also I get horny. That's true. Right. I do post horny and things. So, and then the next day you forget you even invited them and here they are. And so I pop that ecstasy. Yeah. I have a group text with a, with a straight married male friend of mine and a straight married female friend of mine who are not married to each other. Okay. And he can tell, like if we start <laughs> texting, he'll be like, oh shit, Josh is drinking. <laughs> Because I will start flirting with him because I'm very attracted to him. And he is like so straight. Yeah. Like super, super straight. Do I know the straight person? I mean, I'm sure I've talked about him, but I don't think you've met him. Okay. But yeah, I so I'll we'll be tweeting and he'll be like, oh, Josh is having vodka. And I'm like, you're right. I am. That is correct. And that's why I'm saying inappropriate things to you. <laughs> anyway. I don't know what gives it away. Is it when you say, hey, do you want to lick my hole? I mean, that could be it. Yeah. So 2023, great year. I'm so excited. Musk sells Twitter. Mormons say something bad. Uh-huh. David Archuleta posts a topless photo. <laughs> COVID's back. Oh, my God. What, Megan's the number one movie. Yeah. We'll just watch it at home. Oh, even better. Even Remember better. when COVID happened? This was my favorite thing. Uh-huh. When COVID happened and movie studios were like, well, we'll just release these yeah. on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. The fucking best thing ever. ever. I don't want to go to a theater. Uh-huh. God damn it. <laughs> Y'all have sex. I'm going to have sex. In gra- at grad school. I'm going. Uh, on your way to grad school. On my way to grad school and orgasm. In the airport lounge. Yes. Because you'll have upgraded to like 
you know, like Delta Premier Starbucks Plus because of because the podcast took off, so you have a lot of money, right? And so you have a lot of points. Will pay for it, right? And then and so you'll 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 orgasm from oral sex in the like Delta special lounge, the Starbucks lounge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, sounds like a great year. I'm really looking forward to all those things. When Sister Twain posts an Instagram photo about this year, mm-hmm. please comment on what your predictions are. We would love <gasps> oh, to hear them. Oh, me likey. We, <laughs> we would love to hear them. Oh, wait. I'm good. And if you know David Archuleta, just kidding. Um, anyway, like this podcast, you want to hear more? You can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hot drinks, where we occasionally post bonus content. And... We also have Instagram, which is very funny, and we're very funny on it. It's Instagram.com. It's an app. Don't worry about the dot com. <laughs> and then just type in hot drinks. <laughs> if you go to the website, it actually is like, do you want to go to the app? You should open the app. Don't you want to open the app? And you're like, calm the fuck down. I'm just trying to stalk this person and see if he has shirtless photos. And it's like, are you sure you don't want to open the app? I'm sure. Anyway. Just show me the stuff. So that's really your two best choices. Instagram.com slash hot drinks. Or, I mean, on the app, just search for hot drinks. <laughs> or patreon.com slash hot drinks, where you can give us some money. Please give us some money. Listen, we give you bonus content. We give you our love and devotion. <laughs> and It is 9 o'clock in the winter, and I am not at home. I'm recording for the gentle listen. listeners in the bayou. They, they are so grateful in the bayou tonight. <laughs> They're doing the fey-do-do. Listen, I could do this all night. <laughs> But let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay, bye. Bye.